Welcome to your winning journey podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Lee. I went from feeling guilty eating the foods I love and letting the skill control me to now helping you overcome this. No matter where you are or what you're experiencing, you can always win and I'm going to show you how. It is now your turn to transform your health, mind, and life. So let's do this together. Hello you, welcome back to another podcast episode. Today is a very special one. I have my amazing mastermind sis, colleague, peer and friend, Norma Reyes on the podcast to share with y'all how to manifest your 20 pound body. She is a spiritual and manifestation coach. And in this IG live that we did, it was so good that I had to repurpose it on the podcast because here's the thing if you're into manifestation this is going to be very helpful for you if you're not into manifestation yet and maybe you've heard of it and you're just kind of wondering like how do i start practicing this this is going to be a very good episode for you to get you started on just practicing like what the healthy version of you is going to do on a daily basis and how does she talk to herself how does she like go about her day right and this is going to help you really paint that vision for yourself of this is what life is going to look like after like i lose 20 pounds and how you are in the process of getting to that goal is how you're going to be like at the end and so i'm super excited this was such a good episode if you are just dabbling into manifestation, I just really recommend you to take one thing from this podcast episode and try it out for a week because this is the work that we do in my six-month one-on-one coaching program. Whenever any of y'all join, a process that I walk you through is I help you visualize what it is that like, you see. Like If you were to look through a window, right? And you see yourself already lost 20 pounds. Like, what does that look like? And then we get into the nitty gritty detail of that lifestyle. And it's just so good. So Norma's going to show y'all how to manifest more than just the visualization piece of it. And I can't wait for y'all to hear from her. And don't forget to visit the link in the show notes below to connect with Norma and to work with her. So, all right, let's get started. Can you like introduce yourself to the people? I told them that you're a manifestation coach and a therapist. And so I wanted you to just have the chance to just tell them everything. Yeah, yeah. So my name is Dr. Norma Reyes. I'm a manifestation coach and I also offer therapy for those in Texas. And I recently just had this niche switch. I was doing manifest your career and helping people manifest and focusing mostly on careers, but I'm expanding to manifesting anything and manifesting your dream life and i'm so excited to talk about manifesting and your health because really manifesting you can use it for any part of your life yeah and just so y'all know norma like takes care of her body too and like she's really good at just like working out and like taking care of her health and so when we're talking about this like she's also like walking the walk let me just be very clear and so just putting that out there for the people but I wanted to just chat about like, how do people start manifesting, right? Because I think when people think about manifesting, it could be like this really woo-woo thing. I remember when I was first introduced to it, I'm like, does this even exist? 
And I never realized that I've been applying it for myself over the years without even realizing that that was what manifestation is. Like creating a vision board and just like accessing like my future self and having a conversation with her when I'm doing meditations. Like I didn't realize those things were manifestation until I learned about manifestation. And I'm like, oh, I'm already doing it. But there wasn't like a name that I was able to, you know, realize that that was what it is. So I just want you to like talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So there's, I mean, we're always manifesting. And so I like to say that, you know, I hope you learn how to intentionally manifest because we're manifesting whether we believe in it or not, right? Yesterday's decisions are bringing into reality what we see today and what we see tomorrow. And that's going to keep going until we decide to change something. I'm sure you can see that in, in health coaching. Like, hello, right? Yeah. Your decisions is manifested this body <laughs> right here. Yeah. And you got to change what you're doing. So the first thing is really setting a clear intention, right? So setting that clear intention. So if you have a health goal, what does that look like? And of course, we all want to say lose 20 pounds or lose, yeah. you know, this amount of weight. But that's not really that tangible in the sense of like, what is it going to feel like? What is it going to look like? Because someone can lose 20 pounds and not look at all what they want oh. to look like. Oh, sure yes. you know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, it, yeah, it, it's just a number. There's so many different factors that go into it. You know, I've done a bodybuilding competition and I weighed 115 with like 15% body fat, which like I had no idea like what that would look like for me. And I was like a double zero. Never in my life, even in my teenage years, was I a double zero. Yeah. I didn't even know I could be a double zero. I mean, I'm pretty short, so it's not like out of the realm. Yeah. But even then, I still had a pretty good amount of body fat for like the competition. Like I was lean, I looked great, but yeah. I didn't win because I needed to be like at 12%, which is like only 3% more. But that's just like, you know, for someone else that's not looking for that, you don't really know what a weight is going to look like. So really focusing on what is it going to feel like? What am I going to be wearing? What do I want to feel like? Maybe you just want to wear a crop top. Yeah. Have to be, you don't have to lose 20 pounds here. Yeah. Wear a crop top now. I, I love that you mentioned that of like being very clear of your intention because you're manifesting whether it's something negative or like positive, right? Like that you want in your life. And I think that is so true because there has been times in my journey where like, I lost weight. Like I remember I did insanity and I was like, I want to be like that Asian girl at, at the front of the TV. Like if you ever done insanity, you'll know which Asian girl I'm talking about, but she was like the only Asian girl there. And she like had this like amazing abs. And I was like, I want to look like her after I do insanity, but I didn't. And like, you know, they advertise it to be that way where it's like, if you do this, you're going to get this outcome. But I realized that through doing insanity, I had to also like build muscle if I wanted to look like her because she had like this like tone look to it. And when I lost all the weight, I just felt like there wasn't any definition. And that was when I'm like, oh, I have to be very clear on how much muscle I want to build and like, what does a toned body look like to me? Because like losing weight is not really going to create that yeah. for me. Yeah. And I just thought that was so interesting. So like, I'm glad that you talk about that because in my program, like 
I have my clients do the window exercise and I actually learned this through my previous coach DL and she talks about like if you look through a window like what do you see and oftentimes I tell my clients if you lost 20 pounds today and you look through that window like how are you showing up in terms of like your food your workouts how do you talk to yourself in the mirror how do you feel in your clothes and like getting very like deep into the details of things and sometimes like the details can can be a little bit overwhelming because we don't really think that far. But I think that comes with that's what the power comes from in terms of manifestation manifestation. So I want to know your thoughts about that. Do you feel like we need to go into that many detail in terms of manifestation? Or is there like a balance between like setting the intention and releasing the details? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm always curious about that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, it depends on the person. But I'll give you guys some ideas on, like, kind of figuring out what kind of person you are. Yeah. Um, but really, what you're talking about, like, looking through the window, that can be, like, called embodying, right? Like, you are looking you are looking through the vision of what you want and what is that person doing, right? What is that person not doing? Mm -hmm. What are they making sure that they have time for? What are they eliminating from their life? And so... Of course, there's going to be people who need to have all the details for yeah. it to manifest faster. And then there's going to be people who do not need any details. <laughs> now, if you love details, I mean, I love details. I'm super detail oriented. Yeah. No, you do not need details. Okay. Because you're going to fixate on those details, right? Like I'm a bastard detailed person. Ask me to do something and I will create every detail possible that you can think of. I will come up with every solution to every problem that you didn't even know existed. Yeah. And what I'm not doing is I'm not feeling, right? Oh. So if you're a detailed person, you're not feeling. And so what you need to do instead of focusing on the details is focus on how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel in this body that you want to manifest, right? This healthy body. How does it feel what is it doing, you know, and what does it feel like when you're doing that? Maybe it's just being able to sit on the floor for 20 minutes and getting up just fine and not being like, oh my God, like my hips hurt because I sat too long. Yeah. You know, so if you're detailed oriented naturally and you love diving into the details, then you start focusing on the emotions. Now, if you're a person that you're like, oh, I can feel it. I can feel my body. It'll look great. I need you to go ahead and focus on all the details, all the things, all the habits, because that's what you're probably avoiding. You're avoiding having an actual tangible list of the habits you need to take. And by doing that, right, like you're yeah. able to, to focus on what it is that you are needing and lacking and needing to bring in to be able to manifest what you want faster. Not to say that you're not going to manifest it. It's just going to take you longer if you're not seeing like, oh, I'm avoiding my feelings or I'm avoiding the details. Oh, that's so good you're just like speaking to me because like i'm like similar to you where i'm like getting i get really fixated on the detail and sometimes i get so caught up in it that like i change my manifestation because like, like i'm expecting it to be this way but then the way it's delivered it's like it's not it and so i'm like did i hit my manifestation goal i don't know like it doesn't it's almost like i'm not letting myself experience the the enjoyment of having it because I expected it to look different, you know? Yeah. It was just kind of like when I got that insanity, like, I'm like, I'm manifesting a healthy body and like, I want to have abs, but like, I did, like, it was delivered to me without the muscles. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. And, and it just got me thinking of like, oh my gosh, like, 
I do have to focus more on the feeling things of it. And so do you have like tips on how you get into the tune, like to tune into that feeling? And if someone is already tuning into their feeling and they need to focus on the detail, like what is your approach to how you help your clients do that? Yeah. So someone that needs to tune into more of their feminine energy, right? Like just feeling the emotions, feeling, I mean, dancing's a good way. So if you love music already mm-hmm. and you love dancing, that's a really good way, right? And then listen to different music to see what kind of emotions it's bringing. You know, maybe there's music that makes you feel like you're at the club and that's how you want to, like, if you want to have that body of like, I'm going to the club and I'm going to twerk. Or, you know, maybe you want music that reminds you of like going on a hike, right? That that music's going to be different. Maybe it's going to be music that you play with your kids. Maybe it's music that you're just cleaning the house, right? Like whatever the music is, that can bring up emotions for someone who may be super detailed oriented or who has more masculine energy, who isn't as easily in tune Mm -hmm. with their emotions. That's one way um, to do that. Another way is really just sitting in silence um allowing whatever to come through now sitting in silence can feel kind of tough for people especially the detailed people because then you have your like laundry list of things but first you you just got to get through that and after you kind of build a practice of sitting in silence and it doesn't have to be very long like you could just do it for five minutes yeah minutes if five minutes seems too long and it's really just training your body to slow down Mm -hmm. because if you're a detailed person if you're more in the masculine energy, which is like the go, 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 let's get this done. I want to make sure that I'm checking off things on my to-do list is very in much of the let's get stuff done. But the feminine energy really is about sitting still and waiting and receiving. And so that's how someone who is more in the masculine energy, more in the details to just really just slow down. Right. And you can just slow down and you can think of nothing and allow all the thoughts to just be there. Like, yeah, say it's okay. Or you can also just think about like, okay, what, um, what will my body look like? What would it feel like? You know, you can just kind of ask yourself where it's more visualizing versus than thinking and creating the to-do list. Um, it's really funny as I say this, because even when I was a kid and even at night, sometimes when I'm trying to go to sleep and I'm going to, I just want to dream of something. Yeah. Like. I can't just, and it's gotten better, but I couldn't just be like, oh, I'm on a beach. I had to know, like, how did I get to the beach? You know, who's taking, like, not yeah. that kids is like, who's watching the kids? Uh, you know, like, all this stuff, that doesn't matter. It's a freaking daydream. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be okay with, I just showed up in the island. That's yeah. It. I don't need a backstory. But, and that's how you know you're a detailed person, because you have that backstory. Like, you know, and if you're not, if you don't need a backstory, then you're the other kind of person who is more in tune with their emotions, right? So if you are a person who is more in tune in their emotions and you're like, I'm trying to manifest and it's not happening, well, most likely you're sitting and waiting too much. You're uh, just, you know, doing the snap of the fingers. I'm on the beach with my beautiful body, but I didn't do all the stuff I need to do. Yeah. So really you need to do a list. You need to focus on, you know, you can sit just like a person like sitting in silence is great but what you'll be focusing on okay what are those things that i'm doing you know right so the person who doesn't need the details needs to be tuned in their emotions how am i feeling yeah and then the person who is not a masculine energy person who's more feminine and isn't doing all the things needs to see like oh what is that future me 
that feels fantastic. What am I doing? What are three things I'm doing and what are three things I'm not doing? And start from there. Oh, that's so good. You got me like thinking like I need to exercise my like feminine I feel like it's like a different season, right? There's seasons where I feel like I'm really in my feminine energy and there's some season where like the masculine energy is very heavy and it always feels like out of alignment when I'm not like creating a balance, you know? But I think it's so interesting that you even talk about like having a plan because you can have the goal of losing 20 pounds. You can have the goal of like having a healthy body, but if you're not like taking action and you're just sitting there, like it's not going to happen for you. Like I think people think manifestation is woo woo because they think that like you just think about it and it happens but like you still have to take the steps to like do the work (laughs) yeah yeah i mean and there is times of course when you're manifesting a body it's gonna take time like you have to know that's gonna take time but there are times when manifesting you know you can manifest a parking spot or you can manifest um i would love to do manifesting challenges because it kind of you know brings that magic back yeah Sometimes, you know we lose that magic or the belief in the magic uh but i love the ones where i like manifest a, a free cup of coffee and i hardly ever go anywhere because i work from home my kids yeah. are like a mile away and you know i pick them up and that's it i go back into my car and really make them any interaction so it's really funny because sometimes i'll be like okay how is this magic cup of coffee gonna happen i didn't even go get coffee anywhere but I think in that particular time, like I literally had somebody randomly tell me, hey, I your last podcast episode actually was a story. Your story really impacted and changed my thinking. I'm going to buy you a cup of coffee and literally just sent me, you know, some like $10 on something. Yeah. I don't remember why. I think like, yeah. but it was like, oh my God, like, you know, and that's what the, the magic is. Sometimes if we, and that could be a practice too. look up anywhere, Google manifesting challenge right for like five days so 30 days or whatever if you're kind of being like well i don't think it really works mm-hmm. and that kind of brings it up and then you can see like oh my thinking can really bring these things in and that's how i can actually manifest a healthy body faster because again it'll happen yeah yeah it might just take long and you could probably see it with your clients who believe in the mindset work who believe in the manifesting their progress is so much faster than someone who is more on the logic side and it's yeah. like, well, A, B, C equals, I mean, A plus B equals C and it's actually D, like B comes out like, what? Yeah, That's yeah. Like. That's so true. So like when you said that, I remember when I was doing my nine to five, I actually manifested parking, <laughs> parking lots, like a parking space specifically like near the front because every time I would go like that spot will always be taken. And when I, I remember the first time I did it cause I was practicing it and it showed up like it was empty. I was like fucking mind blown. I was like, oh, like this is crazy. And then I did it like twice again. And I'm like, it actually is true. It was the same parking spot that I did two times. And I just thought like, it just reminded me of like how true manifestation is right and it it goes back to what you're saying of the clients that i work with it's whenever like my clients they get really caught up in like oh like the food like what am i supposed to eat can you tell me what i'm supposed to eat to lose weight or like how am i supposed to work out how many reps and sets like is this the right exercise is this the right routine like when they're really caught up in the detail i'm always like you know like at the end of the day like it's really not about that like yes like those things support you to the 20 pound but really it's like how do you handle 
the meal prepping and like the workouts like how are you talking to yourself how are you showing up when you are presented with so many of these like scenarios and you have to work through it because like the version of you that's already lost 20 pounds like she's like okay I guess I didn't prep anything for lunch today. I'm still going to go eat, go get something to eat. They're not just going to be like, oh, I didn't prep anything for lunch today, so I'm going to skip lunch and work through lunch. Like, they're making very different decisions, even though the plan isn't going the way they want it to go. And I think it's important to to recognize that, like, it's it's really all about like, how are you problem solving in the present moment to get you to that vision? even if you're not doing things perfectly. And I think, I want you to speak on that because I think like I had this perception of manifestation that like I have to be perfect in order to manifest it. And I will always get caught up in that loophole. Like now I'm a, I'm better at it, but it was something that I really struggled with. Like it has to be like this way if I'm gonna like lose 20 pounds. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. has to go this way exactly. Like my meals, my workouts and my time management. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And really, I mean, there is no perfect, right? There is no perfect and and you don't have to be perfect to manifest. But there is something that you said, and it's making intentional decisions, which is different from being perfect. Because if you had a change in plans, um, even if you just got meal prepped and somebody invited you to lunch and you wanted to go eat lunch with them, you're going to be like, oh, sorry, I meal prepped about it. I mean, you might be. (laughs) You might say that. Um, which is perfectly fine, but you might also want to just enjoy the moment, right? Because you're not manifesting the, your ideal body so that you can just sit at your desk at work yes. or at home and not have, not enjoy this, right? You want to enjoy life. So really it's about the intentional decisions, right? Like, oh, I woke up with the intention today to feed my body healthy food. Well, then um, it doesn't matter if I meal prepped or if I go get something because I'm going to make an intentional decision. Um, that's really it. And then the letting go of the perfectionism, that goes back to like, if you are having issues with perfectionism, I'm going to need you to go sit down and three five minutes and just be like, okay, let me just sit here in silence and be, because perfection comes from that masculine energy, right? Like everything has to be done. Yeah. You got to go, go, go. And if it's not the way it needs to be, then it's wrong. When in actuality, that's not true. Oh, that's so good. And if y'all are dealing with perfectionism, just go work with normal, okay? <laughs> She'll help you through it. <laughs> because that is the thing. Like, that's what holds a lot of my clients back, like, at the beginning of their journey of, like, just even getting into the mindset of losing 20 pounds. is like, realizing that, like, it's it's better to make a decision and it's then not to make, then have the plan go perfectly, pretty much, at the right. end of the day. Like, and, like, if the plan is broken, like, at the end of the day, you still have you. Like, you you have to decide, like, where you're going as the next step. And that's huge. So I want to go into, like, the different tools that, like, people can play with. Like, I know you and I have talked about scripting. Um, I talk a lot about how I do a lot of visualization. That's how I practice manifestation. Um, I'm actually manifesting right now to, like, run a 10K. So I'm, like, is, I think this is so interesting that we're even talking about this but I, I just want you to go through those tools and like how someone can use them right now if they are feeling like like their reality is like they're never feeling like they're ne- they're never gonna get there because there was at one point in my journey where I'm like am I really gonna ever do that like it feels so unreal that like it's it's almost like I didn't want to manifest because it was I didn't see 
see the possibility of it. So right. I'm talking to yeah. those people who are like are feeling that right now, where they're like, I'm I'm literally struggling. How am I supposed to get to the other side and even think about the other side? Like, what are some tools that I can yeah. use? Yeah, yeah. And and before I touch on the tools, I mean, you guys think about the the belief, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're struggling to believe it, then you need to uncover what's under that. What what belief do I currently have? that is resisting or keeping me from reaching out and so um there's something else you said are you talking about the 10k yeah visualize yourself at the end you know finishing it yeah <laughs> whenever i would run um because you know anyway i won't go that go go this side <laughs> um because i was like I, running's like my default like if i haven't worked out in a long time that's how I get back into my fitness is running again. And yeah. so when I was running or training for my races, what I would do, no matter the length of the race or the training run, I should say, at like the last, like, I don't know, half mile, quarter mile, I started visualizing like, oh, you know, my family, they're waving at me and I'm yeah. like, pretending to wave. You don't have to actually pretend you can do it in your head, but, you know, and then, um, and really crossing the finish line at the end of my training run. And, you know, being like, oh, yes, like, you know, so that, that's what I do. So that's just my, my tip to you when you're running yeah. or if you're on the treadmill. Oh, my gosh. Didn't you run a marathon, though? You told us that, right? I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Normal is run a marathon. I don't know. That's a little bit intense for me. Like, I, I don't have a fitness coach, but I'm like, a marathon? I don't know. I'll lift weights, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I started with the halves. Um, so, but I did a half. I did a lot of halves. And then I was like, I want to do a full and after I finished it, which was, it was, it's all, it's all in your mind. Mm-hmm. Everything's always in your mind. And I really just felt amazing to accomplish it because there was a time, like even during my training room, during the actual thing that I was like, I'm afraid of not finish, finishing this. Yeah. So it was just awesome. So if you are afraid of not reaching your goals, you know, persistence first, mm-hmm. right? Like persistence will get mm-hmm. you there despite, it took me like, six hours and something to finish the the marathon which is slow um but i did it and it was amazing so remember persistence will get you there it will take you longer but it will still get you there and then um the other thing is you asked about tools right so when i talk about sitting still what sitting still does for you whether you're detailed oriented or not um is grounding you and grounding you helps connect to the here and now. What does the grounding mean? Like literally you're in the present moment versus in your thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. And you, in your thoughts can be like feeling. You can be feeling your thoughts and you can be thinking your thoughts, whether you have masculine or feminine energy. You can be stuck in your thoughts or you can be stuck in the past or stuck in the future. And what you're not doing is being in the present. So grounding is super important. And you can do the grounding in the morning you can do it at midday you can do it in the evening and grounding helps you regulate your nervous system and by regulating your nervous system then you can be intentional with your decisions but if you're dysregulated and you're upset you're going to go for those french fries you know you're going to go for the fast food that's comforting because your system is regulated and it is saying i need help Mm -hmm. and it has been trained to think and I mean, our body's wired to know that fat is going to help us during these these regulated moments, right? Because we're in danger, but really, we're not. We're just 
stressed out. Or, I mean, I guess technically we could be in danger of chronic stress. Yeah. Um, but some of the things that I always recommend my clients to do is, you know, affirmations, journaling, visualizing, meditating, and some yoga. And before people think I mean like full 30-minute yoga, I really am talking about a simple two-minute to five-minute sequence. And really, that's just a form of adding some movement to your day. Um, I mean, you can look up chair yoga if you're like, I'm having issues moving too much. There's chair yoga. You can keep it simple. Um, I like to do that because it keeps you, it kind of combines both, right? Like the grounding, but then also moving your physical body and moving energy. Well, that's so good. And like something that you said about like handling emotions, like instead of going mm -hmm. to like the French fries, it's like creating groundedness right to like feel those emotions and regulate your nervous system that is like actually so true too because when i coach a lot on emotional eating because that's the main struggle that i dealt with when i started my journey but also like it's a lot of the things that my my clients are struggling with it's like sometimes like we don't want to feel our emotions and like we want to like go to food right away or like we want to like just avoid them and then we end up like either like trying to burn them to working out right like you know like when people are mad they're like i'm gonna go work out i'm gonna go like work out my anger yeah. or like they're like i'm gonna go drown myself in a pint of ben and jerry's right whatever it is that you pick i'm always like questioning like you know like the version of you that's already lost 20 pounds like how is she handling emotions like right. Is she like avoiding them or is she like facing them? Is she sitting with them? She's like compassionate with herself. Is she like really like um, creating a safe space where she can bring them and really express herself? Does she have a support system set up in place where she can talk to her friend? Like what are those like healthy coping mechanism when it comes to handling negative emotions? Because sometimes we can get caught up in like the tangible things, right? But I also think there's like the intangible piece too, where it's like, how are you really handling your emotions? <laughs> if you think about that version of you, because if that person is handling it, then like practice it now. Otherwise it's going to be the same exact shit when you get to 20 miles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, well, a lot of what I said, right, because if you do it preventatively, so yeah. preventatively is doing the yoga, the meditation, the journaling, the affirmations, and then I didn't say it earlier, but breathing, breathing can help. And I'll talk a little bit more about breathing. So all of those are preventative, right, to help you be in a more regulated state more often. Because most of us are not on a regulated, regulated state because we are doing those things. And what happens usually when we do get overwhelmed, I mean, this past summer, or I guess we're still at the summer, but, you know, June, July, I just didn't have the energy to do any of those things. And then once I had the energy in August and kind of building it up slowly again and definitely start these things off slow. Never, ever, even when I'm going into my fitness, I would be like, okay, I'm going to run. <laughs> Um, which actually, I went for a walk and I was so energized because I had finally gotten back into my regular routine. And yeah. I wanted to go running. I hadn't felt like going to go running and I had to fight the urge to run because what's going to happen when you 
push yourself when you have all that high energy is that the next day you're going to feel like shit and you're going to be like, dang, I don't want to do anything. I'm so sore. And so I'm grateful that I did it. I'm grateful that I've been taking it small and then building it back up because it's going to take time. Um, And then also you guys can't tell, but I'm pregnant. And so when you're pregnant, that's a whole other ballgame. Yeah. Um, But uh, uh, back to the, the, how, what to do that's like before right so that's the preventative way of how to manage your emotions so that you're not in the state of overwhelm but it happens you know i've been there i'm sure if you've been there and it happens like there's some times that life happens and you can't get to that right like you let go of your grounding routine your daily routine because it seems like the logical thing to let go of when really it's not mm-hmm. <laughs> something that you should hold on to I remember um, my shaman was like, you know, haven't you heard what they say when you don't have 10 minutes to meditate, then you need to meditate for an hour. And I was like, I haven't heard that, but they, I remember that. Um, so kind of the same thing, right? So when you are dysregulated and your emotions feel like crazy, it's a reminder of like, oh, I am not filling my cup. I'm not doing for me. And one of the best things you can do is start introducing breathing. And there's what's called box breathing. And that's the, the simple one is a four count. So you take a breath in and one, two, three, four, and you hold it one, two, three, four, and you release it one, two, three, four, and you hold it before you take a breath. And that's really going to regulate your vagus nerve. So the vagus nerve is the nerve that tells your body whether things are going okay or things yeah. are going crazy. And when things are going crazy, it shuts down your logical brain because your logical brain is not needed for survival. But if you're dysregulated, you don't you, you can't turn your brain on. That's why you can't think and you're like, oh, I don't know why I did that. And then it turns into that vicious cycle of like, why did I do that? I don't have any self-control. Well, you have self-control. It's just that when you're dysregulated and your vagus nerve is off, <laughs> shutting off your logical brain, you did what you needed to do, right? You're going to revert back to the survival mode, whatever that means for you. Oh, my God. It's like feel your emotions are regulated now. <laughs> Otherwise, like, it's just not, it's not going to get better later on. Yeah. And, like, I know you, like, mentioned all of these, like, tools, right? Do you, like, recommend to, like, just do all of, like, I feel like sometimes I can get a little bit overwhelmed. Like, oh, do I have to do all of it for it to all work? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do I have to do, like, meditation and reading and journaling and, like, all of that to make it work? Like, or or is it okay to just stick to one and, like, let that be okay as well, too? Like, that's one question I have. And then the other one I have is, like, I think a lot of times people think that manifestation means you always have to be positive and that, like, right. you can't be like negative and like and i think that's where like toxic positivity come from right it's like Mm -hmm. oh like i gotta be positive otherwise i'm gonna attract like negative things i'm also curious about like your thoughts about that because whenever i coach my clients around the scale or like the progress pictures right like sometimes they don't want to get into like the ugly thoughts that they have and like the underlining beliefs of what they really think about themselves at this like current stage of where they're at in terms of their weight and their body and like we always we always have to dig into that because if they like cover it up with like oh you know i'm actually okay with the weight but really like deep down they're like i fucking don't want this like i should be like 10 pounds lighter by now like that will creep up later on and and so like it's always important for me to like 
understand why they're having that negative emotion and like processing it so that like it doesn't linger on at 20 pounds because if you like have these negative thoughts about like your body and like maybe your relationship with food is not the best right but also like you work out just to burn calories and you're not really seeing it as a way of like form self-care like if you have that mindset like that mindset is going to be with you at the end too and so like you can't fake it till you make it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah or i mean you can try but if you're the results aren't going to last this is what's gonna yeah. happen right you lose yeah. the weight and then go back to your usual self and then you know not be happy with that but your first question was like, you have to do all the things. Yeah. No, of course not. You <laughs> definitely don't. Um, even when I came back to my routine, I started off small. I started with the journaling and then I started with the movement. And I already know what works for me and what I like to do, right? And so something that I do and actually just had, um, I think I just sent an email out to my list about doing, creating your ideal day. Mm -hmm. So you can create an idea of your ideal day and what that would look like and list everything you would want to do in regards to a morning or evening routine or midday, whatever works for you. And then pick one thing you want to do, right? And start off there. And maybe what happens, which I hear sometimes for clients is like, they'll do meditation for a week or two and um, they have this resistance toward it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, what? Well, let's try something new. Uh, let's do affirmations, let's do some yoga, let's do some journaling. And whenever you do have a resistance, first, definitely ask yourself what the resistance is about. But sometimes that's not what you need. Maybe you're having a, no desire for it. Maybe it's not a resistance, but it's not exciting to you as much because there's something else that's calling you. Mm -hmm. So look at your list of things that you want to do. And then pick one, right? And see which one kind of makes you feel excited. Look at the list and be like, oh, you know what? I haven't done visualization in a while. Let me do that. And yeah. then go from there. Um, and really just play with it and see. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything I don't like. I've, I haven't been meditating as much as I'm like, <laughs> I saw that I don't like it. I think that sometimes in my mind, I'm like, I don't have time for it. But I do. I yeah. definitely do have time for it. But it's that like go, go, go mentality. So you want to still ask yourself like, oh, I haven't meditated in however long. What's my resistance to it? Why do I think I need to be constant go, go, go? Oh, that, and then try so a really small meditation or sit in silence. <laughs> I was actually thinking about what you just said. And I'm like, I've been struggling with meditation lately since like with like just so many transition in my life and I found that same thought of like oh it takes so much time and I was like okay let me switch up a five minute meditation and then I'll like sit and do it and then after the end when the person is like all right open your eyes and I'm like oh, it's done already like that went by so quick but I also realized that like when I was resistant to meditation what got me into doing it again was actually um working out like like uh running or like getting mm. back into my fitness routine or just like dancing because i felt like i had so much energy and like just sitting still was like not what my body wanted to do and i had a lot of shame like doing that for a while because i'm like sam you were meditating like every day for like a good year and like now it feels really wobbly again and i'm trying to get back into it but like i don't think that it will be like every day like it used to be or like the same amount right like 10 15 20 minutes like how i used to do it yeah. and it's like i have to be 
flexible with it now. But I like how you brought that out because, like, it really makes me feel good. And also, like, the person watching this, right, like, that we can be flexible with our manifestation techniques, too. And that it's not just this one right, right. way of, like, quantum leaping, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, something might work and it may not work later. And that's okay. You just got to try different things you know, in different growth spots. And then the, the other question that you had was about, like, um, do you always have to be positive? And yeah. of course not. Like, no, no, because then you're avoiding and you're resisting your emotions, right? And anything you're resisting is going to cause you to have stuck energy, mm-hmm. right? Emotions, thoughts, all of those can cause stuck energy in your body and that manifests in different ways in your body. And you may know what that feels like. So for someone that might manifest is like the nagging pain. Um, or it might manifest in like gaining weight in certain areas like that or neck pain, right? Or whatever pains are going on. And really you can also just look it up. Like what is, I always, there's a book called, um, well, what is it about? It's by Louise Hayes, but it's called, um, heal your body. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I'm having like even congestion, I'll be like, what does congestion mean spiritually? Yeah. And it's very interesting. Now I'm not saying that that's like a hundred percent accurate and that it's gonna, but it gives you an idea of where to start of like maybe where that resistance is. Sometimes if you're having throat issues, it could be that you're resisting speaking your mind, you're resisting, or you feel like you can't voice your opinions. Yeah. So really about processing because the real healing and the real manifesting power is being able to heal yourself so that you can have everything that you want um it's not about always being positive at all because you know like that's just i honestly it's more of like releasing all of everything releasing all that's holding you back so you can move forward um because we all have stuck energy from a very long time if you ever have a massage and you're open to releasing you might you know cry during a massage you might laugh during a massage because they are actually releasing different stuck energy that's so good that's why i get massages once a month that is like one of my self-care because it's like gotta get those knots out but this was so freaking fun norma like can you just tell people how they can work with you where they can find you because like you just gave so much good insight but also like tangible steps that someone can be watching this live right now or watching the replay if you're watching the replay comment down below go visit norma on ig if you're listening to this on the podcast go click the link in the show notes below but i just want you to like tell the people how they can work with you because you're just so good at what you do and you're able to break it down in such an easy way that like people can start taking the steps right now to like manifest a healthy body but if you don't want to manifest a healthy body right now you might want to manifest a career money right she got you no, my God, yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so you can find me at Manifest Your Career um, on IG and then manifestyourcareer.com is my website. Uh, really, the links are there in the on my website and on IG on how to connect with me if you want to work one-on-one. And then I also have a podcast called Manifest Your Career, which I release like affirmations, meditations, and everything I talk about, it's all in there. Um, Something I didn't mention, but I'm super excited that I'm also going to be having more of is just more spiritual tools and how to use them for manifesting. Yeah. Um, and so I've been dying to talk about altars. 
and the difference between like you know here and or on IG so you can see yeah um, like here, like this is not an altar, but you know, people may mistake that as an altar because it looks like one. And so, um, going into that and like, there's nothing wrong with having like a display of your crystals and the things that you like, but it's important to know, like, that's not going to manifest anything. Um, and what the difference between a living altar is and maybe just the space where you put things up. Oh, that's so, so good. Thank you. I appreciate you. And y'all, if you have not gotten your tickets to my 10-year weight loss anniversary live event, go and do that through the link in my bio. If you're in the Minnesota area, or if you want to fly and just come and chat with me, like that's perfectly fine too. But this is where I'm going to be doing a celebration. I'm going to be teaching you 10, year, 10 lessons that I learned in 10 years on how I stay motivated, stay consistent in my journey. It's really going to be fun, full of food, cake, drinks, and dancing. And so come join me. Click the link in my bio. If you want to work one-on-one, you can apply for my six-month one-on-one coaching program. This is where I'm going to help you lose 20 pounds and keep it off without dieting. You can find more info there or DM us. And we'll talk to y'all next time. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Now, if you want to lose your first 10 to 20 pounds, eating what you like, no diets, no restriction, and build a consistent and confident lifestyle, my one-on-one coaching program is now open for enrollment. To apply, visit www.superlysamp.com. And from there, we'll book a call to see if you are a great fit. I'm so excited to serve you in this program. But until then, I'll talk to you next week.